0: Welcome to another podcast edition for the Australian College of Professionals, the leading training provider in property, finance, and business. This podcast, "What Are the Different Categories of Property License in New South Wales," was created by the Australian College of Professionals on Wednesday, eighth of March, twenty twenty three. The categories of license. Now, I'm talking specifically New South Wales here. So, in New South Wales, we, you know, for the last three years now, for since uh, the twentieth of March, 23rd of March, 2020, uh, we've had really three major categories of license. We've had real estate license, a stock and station license, and a strata managing agent's license. Now, yes, there's a dual real estate and stock and station license uh, that's come into play now with the new qualification. So, you know, the combination of the real estate and stock and station, because that comes from the the same qualification for real estate and stock and station strata is quite different. There's also people who work in our industry as on-site residential property managers and they're looking after the short-term holiday accommodation properties and they've been working for a long time in those management rights complexes. Now they have different pathways to get to a fully licensed real estate agent to be able to do that but they will have a condition on their license to be only able to work in on-site residential um, management complexes. There's also buyer's agents that used to have a full licence category of their own. They now uh, have to be full real estate agents licenced to be able to act as a buyer's agent. And, of course, there's the business agent. And here's where the questions come. Every single day of the week, every single CPD class, every single licensing class we run, everybody's asking about what happened to the business agent and how can we sell businesses? Well, anyone who's been licenced since... uh, March 2020 and has with the new qualification the certificate for in real estate practice if you if that's the qualification you gain to get your license then you will come out with a full license either a class two license when you're applying for that one or a class one license as you upgrade as you could well have done now since that uh, 2020 uh, change in legislation so If you've got a class two or a class one real estate license and there's nothing after it, so if you go into the Fair Trading Register and look at it and it goes class two real estate or class one real estate, and there's nothing after it such as sales or leasing, uh, then you have a full license and you actually are permitted to sell businesses. However, if you had a real estate license pre 2020 and you rolled across either as a class two or as a class one, your license on Fair Trading Register will say, uh, real estate license, either class one or two, hyphen sales or leasing. That only, that restricts you, that condition restricts you to only sales or leasing. And remember, sales is residential, commercial, industrial, retail. So, you know, that it, it doesn't include rural land, uh, but it certainly includes commercial, industrial and retail. But what it doesn't allow you to do is sell businesses. So if you're a senior agent or you're a licensee in charge and you don't have an unrestricted license so that sales and leasing uh, is taken off your license, uh, then your new employees coming through with licenses now are actually going to have a higher quality of license than yours because they could potentially sell businesses. Of course, the licensee in charge must have that license to be able to, to do that as well. So... If you want to go down that path, and I think, you know, we're going into a, into a period where listings are harder, the market is different from what it's been for the last, you know, few years, then a lot of agents are talking to us about getting extra skills in commercial sales and leasing and expanding their business, getting extra skills in business broking and expanding their business, getting a stock and station licence to expand there so they can sell over 20 hectares. So, you know, all of those things, there are all ways but you must be licensed and certificated, but licensed to do the functions that you want to do within your agency. Of course, the licensee in charge, as I just said before, must hold the license first to be able to, you know, to be able to allow any of the agents or certificate holders under their license to be able to perform those functions. But once the licensee in charge has that and an agent has that, then that agent can be involved in whatever that they're licensed to perform the functions they're licensed to perform so uh, you know i think now possibly is a really good time to start looking at how to expand your business look at other options uh, make sure that you know you're here for the long run and that you can continue being a successful agent so if you want to talk to us about those sorts of things then you know pick up the phone probably after the cpd year is over would be really cool but uh, obviously, we'll talk to you any day of the week in terms of how you can best meet your compliance requirements for whatever it is that you want to do within your agency. So give us a call about that one. Thank you for listening to another edition of the Australian College of Professionals podcast. For more information, go to our website, acop.edu.au.